Welcome viewers, it's another episode of Sister Sister right here on City TV and if you're listening to us, it's on 97.3 City FM. Welcome. Alright guys, so I'm sure you already know what Sister Sister is about but if you do not know, this is where we help you navigate all your relationship problems, alright? And it will be nice if you stay throughout the show because you will enjoy it. So my sisters are here and I'm about to introduce introduce them but before I do that let's take a quick break and we'll be right back Welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Sister Sister. And let me remind you, this is the longest running relationship program in the history of TV here in Ghana. So yeah, we're that good. Anyway, my sisters are here and it's time for us to introduce them. All right, sisters. We have Rosie. Hi. <laughs> Hi, darling. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah. And you? I'm great. I'm Rosie, great. I want I'm your shoe after the show. Don't worry. Thank you have it. Anything and we have, for you. And we have... <laughs> Stop it! A.K.A. Fantini. Hi! <laughs> That's Felicia, guys. That's Felicia. Felicia, how are you? I'm fine. How are you, too? I'm fine, thank you. Okay, mm -hmm. um, before I jump to the next person, can you give us your signature... <laughs> signature... Stop it. <laughs> 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 All right. And of course, we have Sishope. Sishope, how are you? I'm very well, thank How's you. everything? So, everything is great. And we heard it was your mother's birthday. Yes, it is. Happy She's belated 17. birthday to thank your mother. You. Thank you so how was the party? It was great. Was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So you cooked she your delicious jollof. No, I just took her out for dinner. Okay. And she didn't invite us. Uh -huh. no, it was just an intimate family yeah, dinner. Yeah, so we are not in the yard. Okay. We are my sisters. Exactly. So we'll be waiting for our rice. Yes, our turn. Yes. Jollof on you. Jollof on me next time. Yeah, with the chopped meat and the killer with the chicken. Yeah, the chicken. The chicken. Okay. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> but we also have the only gentleman on the show, the one that, you know, gives us the best refreshments anytime we need it. All right? It's no other person than Bruce of Bruce Services. Hello, Bruce. Hello, Chris. How are you? Very, very well. Bruce, I can see you come cutting things. Yes. So what are we going to be drinking today? I'm in today? the lab. I'm in the lab. Yeah. Yes. So today we'll be drinking Cape Corda. Cape Corda. Corda. Cape Corda. Corda. Yes, Okay, okay. Yeah. Interesting name. I really can't Corda. wait to taste them. Okay. All right, guys. So we have our letters ready. But before we get to our letters, I just want to remind you that you can actually send in your um, comments or your thoughts to the number on WhatsApp 020344 020344-70. And you can join the conversation on social media by just hashtagging sister sister hashtag sister sister and definitely you can join the conversation. All right, sisters, this looks like a long letter, but hey, we're gonna do it. Ready? Yep. Dear sisters, I really watch and listen to you weekly, and I think today it's time for me to get some advice from you. Okay. Sisters. I feel suffocated, choked. My anxiety is piling high. 
and it's given way to depression and nightmares that have become constant lately. The Bible says, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. I respect my parents, but I cannot stand my father. My father is controlling. He's dictating all my life choices, and it's making me sick. Like I said earlier, I'm not a disobedient child. I respect my father, the way the Holy Book advised, but I can't stand this anymore. My father is responsible. He is caring. He is present and provides all my financial needs. He has given his full support for my education, for which I am internally grateful for. I am 24 years old and in the university studying human resource management, but I feel helpless. I will soon graduate, but I don't even have a mind of my own. He threatens me to withdraw his financial support anytime I take an independent move in life. I'm a content child. But what I get is not enough to save up anything tangible. He doesn't allow, allow side hustles either. So he makes sure I solely depend on him. He says that even when I start working, if I challenge his bidding, he would curse me and disown me. I am not happy at all. I don't have any real friends, so no social activities are allowed unless it's related to him. There are a lot of things, but I don't want to sound like I'm whining, and this is supposed to, right? I have come to realize that it's, it is easy to cut off and stay away from toxic friends and partners. But what about toxic parents? Hmm. A parent that breaks your wings and prevents you from flying. How do you deal with such an autocratic and controlling parent? Has anyone ever skillfully survived a similar experience or there's no escape? Sisters, please help me. Well, um, this is quite different yeah. from the letters that we yeah. get. Usually it's partners or friends yeah. or, you know, colleagues. But now we're taking it to our parents. It's heavy. It's heavy, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. For the first time, all the sisters are like, wow, wow. Okay. Felicia. <laughs> I think I saw this coming, but yeah. Um, this is very deep and a very, uh, a very sensitive issue, and I would like to be as sensitive as possible because I kind of understand it when you have parents who are the let me say the opposite of you. I think, for lack of better words, as you always say, the opposite of you. They really don't understand who you are, or they kind of want you to be exactly what they want you to become. It's a very tricky trajectory to um, um, embark on. But what I advise the lady is, first of all, she needs to empower herself. Mm -hmm. Because if you are heavily reliant on someone, it becomes difficult to wean yourself of them. Not to say that it's a bad thing to be heavily reliant on your parent. I know this child, uh, this beautiful girl who had I won't say the same, but similar situation where she realized that she needed to find ways and means to live where her parents stay. And she did find a solid way. I think one of the things she did was, I know she did was to first find a job. Luckily now with all this internet and access to online jobs, 
you can find a side hustle without yeah. anyone knowing that yeah. you have a side hustle. There's virtual executive assistant, um, data entry, a whole lot of things. You can try and equip yourself and find an online job whilst you are in school and start saving up so that you can leave. The other way is you're also in university. So you can start looking for a national service um, posting outside of where your parents is. Looking at how controlling your dad is, I'm sure he will try to manipulate it, but try and yeah. find a way to get a national service posting. That's one way always, that's one of the easiest ways to always get out of the house. The other thing I would advise it is also you always need like, regardless of what your dad is doing, you need an adult in your life to guide you. So start getting close to another family relative. Probably someone who knows your dad very well. What about your mother? Your, in this situation? Uh, these like... things, I will not go to my mom because depending on the kind of relationship the father has with the mom, you realize that he has that same influence Control. on the mom. Yeah. So your mom can't do much. Or because of how much she loves her husband, she always tries to get you to understand the father. But if you find someone who is close to your dad but not necessarily your mom, it could be an uncle, it could be his friend or something, I will usually ask you to go to a family relative so either your grandfather or grandmother if they are still alive or your uncle not necessarily to report to your dad but as you get closer to them and share some of your challenges with your dad they will help you to understand your dad's personality because regardless they've known him longer than you have so they will try to make things a bit easier for you and i i think it's something that works for me personally if i struggle to understand people i befriend others closer to them and whilst i share they help me to understand the people without necessarily changing them so as i get to better understand them it helps me manage either my expectation or how i feel towards them so one find your security that is find a job so you can save enough to win yourself of him do it in a nice way don't bang the door so do it in the nurse so you found a national service job you found another job if he threatens you to take your office um allowance let him do and live within the money the means like whatever you earn if it's 500 cities live within that means find something that works for you get close to a relative who can help you better understand mm -hmm, your dad mm -hmm. as for changing there's no way you can ever change him but as you win yourself away from him and you get the financial independence you grow and show your maturity he will begin to appreciate who you've become it's not easy it won't happen within a year it won't happen in two years trust me even five years might be too early it takes time but you also need to be psychologically prepared for this because mm -hmm. it takes a whole lot of time it might even take you away from family events because yeah. you might not be able to engage but never take a better stand because regardless of what you do you've clearly stated that he's playing a, he's played an iconic role in your yeah, life yeah. he's been there for you it's just his personality i can't beat the man sure. that much because there are some people that's who they are maybe he's protecting you from some mistakes he made as a young ad, um, ad, um, adult and other things or some things he's been through that he doesn't want you maybe that's his way of communicating sure. love but it doesn't resonate to you as such so finally when the same relative you've been talking you you start talking to my also speak to him but in a different like not necessarily reporting that you came to tell them about that's that 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 but try to admonish him to understand you better <laughs> as for changing these adults they will never change mm -hmm. 
there's no way you can try to change your father, but you have to manage the relationship right. you have with right. them. You can choose friends, like you clearly said, but you can't choose relative. How, relatives. However, you can manage the relationships you have with your relatives. That True. is what I would say. True. Okay. Sisho. First of all, I think it's unfortunate that some parents toe that line um, let's just say, for example, aside from the fact that he's authoritative, like she rightly said, it could be because he's trying to protect her from some experiences he has had in the past. Um, but what parents forget is you cannot shield your children forever from whatever it is. They will face life, and, they, and when you have shielded them for so long that they've grown without any form of um, tenacity, in themselves it becomes a lot more difficult when they are now faced with the issues of life so i think it's necessary that first of all she prays about the entire experience what she's going through prays for her dad deeply um, the fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much the bible says so it is important that everything you're going through you pray about it fervently and then that being said she has to um like my sister rightly said, toughen herself financially, get a job, like all that she said, perfect, mm -hmm. makes sense perfectly. She needs to get a job, some sort of a side hustle that does not need to be obvious in her dad's face, like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm being radical, I'm going out of your, the way to do what I want to do. It has to be gradual and slow and very calculated. And then of course she needs to find a relative, even a pastor also, somebody that he has high regard for, mm -hmm. to talk to him and to get him to Sometimes the way you say things to your parents is different from how another adult who, who understands him also would say it to him. So it's important, it's imperative that she finds someone who his dad, her dad has a massive respect for. But now to, talking about respect, what if he doesn't have respect for anybody? Because everybody, have, ev because well, their parents, yeah, yeah, like toxic there are people, people yeah. especially people. The narcissists, mm -hmm. yeah. they, they they view everybody's point of view as useless. Is, is useless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what if she's dealing with that kind of person mm -hmm. that doesn't listen to anybody, that thinks the pastor is talking gibberish, that thinks he's the most intelligent in the family because True. he has the money. True. Now all the avenues will not will not all fail or all go through, but you need to try all these avenues. And then whichever one doesn't work, at least you, the others would work in your favor. And then you take it from there, one step at a time. You continue to pray for them. Because our parents are our parents. Yeah. At the end of the day, I, 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 I don't think any parents want evil for their children. Sometimes the way you just go about things ends up becoming toxic to your children. And so um, that being said, she just has to go through these procedures, hoping that more than, more than one or two works in her favor. Right. But the first first things first, she needs to get herself empowered. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Any other? Yeah, I agree mostly with them. But um, what I like to tell her is that um, she should know that her father loves her. And I don't think the father is narcissist, because if the father is um, a narcissist, most likely there will be some form of she hasn't. Yeah, she hasn't complained about the father controlling the mother, abusing the mother, or even being verbally abusive towards her. But All, he's threatening. Yes. He but, threatens yes, always. Yes. Because, Why should you threaten? Wait, so the thing is, 
sometimes as a parent, you go through certain things in life. You watch maybe relatives go through certain things in life. And in your mind, you want to shield your children. Yeah. Those of us who have children, we all do it. Yeah. We all know that we used to play Kofi and Nama, and we used to play, how do you call it, uh, Pilolo and all those things. <laughs> Today, a generation of children, when they want to step out, cry, hey, don't step out unless there's somebody with you. Mm -hmm. No, I remember I used to go all out and do those things. But I remember that those of us who used to play like that, there's also a downside to it, yeah. where we had children being taken advantage yeah. of and all of that. So now you have parents being overly protective of their children. So I think that this is coming from a place of love. Because all the things he's compl she's complaining about, they're actually good things. They're not bad things. Yeah. However, in our human nature, when somebody is pushing you to do good, you just have to resist. It's like telling a child, don't touch this. That's yeah. the first thing they want to touch. Number two, once you get the understanding, you won't have hatred for your father. You just understand that he's a difficult man to deal yeah. with. Number two, like Felicia rightly said, when a child shows that she knows how to wash her hands amongst elders, they would allow you to eat with them. Yeah. So, for instance, you want to take certain decisions. Don't take, at least for the status, don't try and take it on the blind side of your dad. He's going to read it as you trying to go around me. Look, when I was growing, my dad was like Jata. And my mom was somebody that I felt like, if it had nothing to do with education, don't go to her. You won't find your goal. She told her this yogurt is not priority. It's not um how do you call it? It's not a, it's not a necessity, it's not a need, it's a want. So I grew up in a family where I couldn't go to them. But when I had my first broken heart, it was my mom, my mom spoke to me in such a way that I never thought possible. And for the first time I found myself expressing myself. She also told me what she has also been through. And it took us to a different new level. So sometimes when the opportunity hasn't presented itself, you think the person is so hard. Yeah. So the fear that this man is definitely going to say no prevents you from engaging him. Then when he finds out that you have gone ahead to do A, B, C, D, E, then he wants to show you that you are my child. Yeah. You can't think you know more than I do. So I think that whatever thing you want to do, sometimes when you run to somebody asking for advice, asking for their input, so far as you give them that reverence, and that's what they respect. You see, respect is not yes, sir, sir. Yeah. Obedience is not no, down, no, down, boom. That's not it. When you give him the respect as your father, daddy, I want to do this. I don't know whether it's the right thing for me. What do you think about it? The fact that he's, you're involving him in that process, you'll be surprised. Some, he'll say no with reason. Some, he might say no outright. But Sam, he can go like, okay, if that's what you want to do, do it. When you come here, I'm here. So we've had, and as the child grows, the way you are protective of them, it decreases until yeah. they get married. Because you can't be protective for life. But, so, I but, think no, that, but, so I think that the child should just manage, so she should start in steps. So the first step is take responsible decisions. Don't do things that will cause your dad to say, why are you out late? Why are you with this? But don't do certain things to make him complain. Take responsible decisions, number one. Number two, try and run certain things by him. Make it look like you are asking for his input, his opinion on something that you are passionate about, you really want to do. Number three, be consistent. Don't do one and when he backs at you, you go. Be consistent. Number four, like you both said, 
involve a party that you think that your father listens to and understands. Now, the party, be very, very careful. Because there are some people, when you go and take the matter out and it comes back to them, they even react worse off. And there are some family members or people, instead of being talked about it, they'll come and say, your daughter came to me to come and complain. And then, so be very tactful who you talk to. It's very, very important. But get somebody who can, you know, drop certain things in the ears of your dad so that you will be losing up. Number five, like you also said, find ways and means of empowering yourself. And someone you start empowering yourself, your dad will see through it. You know that you are growing, yeah. like you are being responsible for yourself. So once you don't, you take responsible decisions, you run a few things by him, don't let him feel like you are trying to outsmart him. Once he sees that you are being okay, you realize that because even me, among me and my siblings, you realize that because I grew up fast, I started taking responsibility early. My parents were a bit lax about certain things. They were more controlling of my younger sisters than they were of me because quickly I started being responsible. I started acting mature. So just start acting mature. Take the right decisions. But most importantly, don't let him feel like you've circumvented him and then you're trying to be smart around it. Right. So w w what about in the case that um, um, this person's mental health is affected? I mean, when you read the letter, you can clearly see that she said, I'm suffocating, my anxiety is piling, it's causing me depression, and also I'm having nightmares. I know how that can feel. Yes. It's not easy. So, obviously, it feels like all the weight is on this person instead of the parent. This is a child, and you expect the parent should know better. Mm. What Normally, is you? Sorry. Oh, sorry. I was saying so. Normally, this is like situation said. Prayers usually have, are really helpful. Anytime I personally pray, it calms me down. It gives me some, some sort peace. of yeah hope and faith. So it gives me peace inwardly. So starting with prayers and secondly, finding um, a life coach or a mentor or a professional a psychologist a, a, to, to talk to. And I know in this part of the world, we don't really take these things seriously, but I've made use of them mm -hmm. and they've become like, they've been so helpful. Yeah. Like just sharing with someone, not, we, we are all not open to sharing. Yeah. I know some people struggling with, struggle with sharing um, their innermost like anxiety yeah. and feelings, but it's important for them to do that. If you don't have money to afford a therapist or a coach, mentoring, we have a lot of free mentoring programs out there. Yeah. Ahaspra, for instance, that's one mentoring program. Um, I know um, Baobab, and there are lots of mentoring programs. You find a solid mentor. You can go to LinkedIn to find a mentor you can talk to, and even in church. You can find an older person in church that you can look up to as a mentor to talk to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can even talk to your pastor if he's someone you believe can help you calm down. And get involved in activities. You know, find hobbies. Do things outside of the house. You know, our parents, they can be a handful. But sometimes if you also try to understand them a bit, I think it works. Yeah. And if you have siblings, share with your siblings. Because usually it's always good to bounce off things with your siblings. Yeah. You find a, a, um, a funny something, yeah, to do with it. We always, like my siblings and I, we always find a, a hilarious moments and we just laugh it off and get over it. So if you feel you are mentally affected 
by this um, situation, first of all, you can start from home. Your siblings, if you have a sibling, start bouncing off these things. So you, we make fun of our parents. We laugh over yeah. it. You get relaxed. Look for a mentor. There are lots of avenues. LinkedIn, even Facebook. You'll be lucky. You might find a very good right. mentor. So your we, pastor. Yeah. So do we all teach. agree right now that the parent is a toxic parent? Not necessarily. Well, you I know, wouldn't the, say sometimes the person is not no, toxic. The person is not toxic. Their actions are toxic mm -hmm. to the person they are, they are dealing mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. But they may not necessarily, bear in mind, everybody's, uh, one thing I, I realize is even advice, people give advice based on their own experiences, experiences. in life. Somebody can tell you, oh, don't travel abroad. There is mm -hmm. nothing there. Yeah. You, you know, you can go and come back with nothing. People will tell you all kinds of things because they probably know someone or they've mm -hmm. lived a life mm -hmm. where they went and nothing happened for them. Mm -hmm. But in that same vein, other mm -hmm. people have gone and, and they've, they have they've yes, made yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. I always say, when you are taking advice from people, take it mm -hmm. with a pinch of salt. Uh -huh. You know, that being said, I don't think we, it's fair and to you call know, it toxic. The, and the reason why I, I, I'm, I'm very... I want to be very guarded. I don't want to call him toxic. Everything that she narrated that he she narrated that he's been doing for her, not one of it is toxic. Yes. The toxicity comes in the sense that she is not allowed her freedom. Her life. Yeah. yeah. All you right, understand? Now, so let us just oh. okay. Sorry. 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 There's there's a list I have here which says um, signs of toxic parenting. Rigid. They insist their opinions and values are right, and others opposing ones are wrong. Easily offended, toxic parents tend to be very sensitive to criticism. Manipulative. Parents who are toxic are manipulative. Yeah. Abusive. Extremely controlling, blaming everyone else, and they affect your mental health and your physical health. Exactly. But well, over here, I hear words like abusive. I hear words like controlling. You see, the control here is about giving her the best. Do you want a parent who would allow you to do anything but will not pay your school fees? Is that cool enough? But do you also do you want, want a no, parent no, because I'm paying your hold school on, hold fees? On. You don't That's have what a, I'm that we can't a have mind of yours? Sometimes we need to know the setting that we live in, mm -hmm. right? We need to know the circumstances that we live in. We are in Africa. Now, the typical African home, when it comes to decision making, we don't even dialogue. Elsewhere, you see a pregnant woman trying to tell the younger child that, oh, you're going to have a little baby, you're going to have a little sister, a little brother. Are you okay with that? Is that okay by you? Over here, all you see is your mother getting pregnant again, and then little boy, little girl don't drop. So let's be very realistic. So does that make it right? Let me finish. It doesn't make it, no, right. let me, it doesn't make but, it right. What yes. I'm trying to say is that the setting we live in, and where he is coming from, the father is coming from, I'm being very careful to label him toxic. But what I think is that the child himself herself also has expectations, also has needs, and also has wants. So I can understand why she's depressed. It's just like postpartum depression. You've given birth to a child. Everybody is happy for you, but you are depressed because you can't do certain things. You can't go out like you used to. You can't do this. You have a baby to care for. The baby is crying. You can't even decipher it. And you are depressed. Now, is it that the baby is bringing toxicity into your life? No. It's just that how you are interpreting what is happening around yeah. you is toxic to you, is depressing to you. So that's something that first and foremost, acknowledge the fact that your dad actually wants the good for you. It is the way he is 
translating his wants and needs in your life. That is the problem. That's why I said, look, if you start going, start talking to him. Look, daddy, you know what? I'm sad. I mean, sometimes I wish I could do this. Maybe my friends are able to do this. Maybe once in a while, if I could, you know, just hang out with this friend of mine. Because like my dad, those times, when there was, I never went for any school party. No one. The first one I went to was end of GSS. And even with that one, he got the driver to drive us dressed in gowns. Because he said it was an evening dinner. And this was after GSS. We were in shorts and so we were dressed in gowns. And the driver was made to wait and take us back home after 30 minutes. <laughs> I felt so embarrassed to the extent that I never went for any school party whatsoever. Do you understand? But then again, I realized that he was shielding him from some of the stories you hear later. Yeah. Girls being manhandled, you know, things like that. So he's shielding him for some of these things. So at the end of the day, it's because we don't understand where the other party is coming from. We think they may be toxic. So for us, there is no abuse. There is no verbal abuse. There is neglect. And even the threats he's threatening, cry, he hasn't followed through with actions. He's just saying it to put fear of God in you. But if you're able to go to your dad, really, he's your father. If you go to him really and tell him how you feel respectfully and let him look and be consistent about it. Because you see, when you keep, even, even God said, when you, when you keep praying, keep, keep praying, at some point you get tired and just answer your prayers. It's the same way. Just keep hammering it. Keep hammering. Let him know that this is a sensitive point for you. As something like, okay, fine. If that's what you want to do, then go ahead and do it. And right. then they'll move there on. A, there's a pastor who preached preaching that I fell in love with. He spoke about, he's one of these Nigerian pastors I really love listening to. He spoke about the fact that there are people in life, placed in our lives, that you cannot, um, you cannot circumvent anything around mm -hmm. them. You would have to acquire favor from God to deal with mm -hmm. them. Sometimes it's a boss, sometimes it's a parent, sometimes, yeah. and they are, they are crucial in our lives to the point where, and to, to the trajectory of your life. So much so that if you try to circumvent them, you will just hit a brick wall. Yeah. And so with most people, it's and he made an example in the Bible with Esther and the king. And he spoke about how even with Esther, she had to pray to acquire favor with the king. Because God is not going to take away the king just because Esther's bidding. The king has to, has to his, his heart has to soften for Esther to get what God intends for her to get. And sometimes in our lives, with those people who are in, sometimes it's even a, a producer you, you, you love to work yes. with. I've had, an, I've had an instance where literally when I am going to work for that producer, when I'm in my car, I'm praying because I don't want to fall on the right side, the wrong side of that, that producer. So I always say, there are people you can't do away with. You just need to continue praying for them to the point where you acquire favor with them, right. or to the point where they do your bidding. And yes. this is one of those instances. Yes. Okay. And the toxicity too. I was thinking that it's coming from this child's point of view. Yes. Yes. You know, sometimes when someone is reporting an incident, it sounds different yes. from when you stand at an objective point of exactly. view looking at it. Yes. Exactly. So we can only judge this to be toxic <laughs> if we are all experiencing it and judging it from an objective point of view yeah. but in this reportive state that someone is reporting it it could be based on her expectation that are not being met okay let's bear in mind so that these gen z kids have all become everything is toxic they are right i agree with that but at the same time they are actually um 
putting the lens on issues that are not being talked about. Yes, but, but let's be realistic. No, I agree with you completely. Also but taking advantage yes, of those no, things are being no, taken no, advantage no, no, of no, now. No, but people are really growing through a lot when it comes to depression, when it comes to anxiety and everything. So, for instance, but you catch a child. Hold on, you know what? Because yeah. because it's normal. It's yes, not normal. but you see, that's what has shifted. They have shown like they, they have shown light on this situation that these things are not normal. Do you know that there are kids who are pumped to the core and they are still depressed? Okay, on that note. <laughs> and there are kids who were caught stealing and because they didn't steal because of the, their so rights they and depression, now they've grown up and they're armed robbers. Yes. All right, all right. Yes, I agree with yeah. that. But now it's time for us to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's still Sister Sister right here on City TV and 97.3 City FM. All right, so we've gone through our first letter and now it's time for us to check out the second letter of the day. Dear Sisters, my name is AC and I have a very delicate issue I need you to help me with. I don't know how to say this, but I will try to explain this the best way I can. I'm 24 years old, I'm tall, beautiful, smart, curvy, but I'm uncomfortable with a part of my body for which reason I am writing this letter. My problem with my body is with my legs. I have really thick legs and they don't complement my body. I don't know if there are any medications to take or any exercises to do to have slimmer legs because they make me feel insecure about my body. Like I mentioned earlier, I am curvy and I really love bikinis and short clothings, but due and short clothings, but due to my legs, I feel embarrassed to wear such type of clothing. This uncomfortable body part of mine ruined my last relationship. My boyfriend enjoyed seeing me in bum shirts sometimes, but I couldn't because of my fat legs. I don't wear anything that reveal my legs because I feel embarrassed about them. My friends don't like to take me out because certain occasions at least were required to wear something short in builds to reveal my legs. Even just trolling down my street, I don't wear anything short outside my room. It's getting me depressed because I'm not able to feel free around friends and family. And to make matters worse, some people even mock me by referring my legs as yam legs. I've been called yam legs, Taya. Eh? <laughs> I am disturbed, I am dis depressed, and I've lost confidence, and I don't know what to do or how to navigate through these situations. I really want to regain confidence and be a better woman. Sisters, what should I do? Sisters, she has a relationship, she has a relationship problem with her legs. That's a relationship with herself. Yes. yes. And it's just her legs. And for the fact that she said that she's been called yam legs, ah, do you know how many times we've been, ah, we've been called champagne legs, champagne bottle <laughs> legs. It's not a problem. I don't, I don't, well, sisters, what do you think? No, I'm looking you at your legs right I, now. I, I think I no, think I, that used, I, like, I used to play sports, professional sports, yes. so I had very torn yes. legs. So yeah, sometimes you ah, young legs, young your young legs. You know, <laughs> you know, mine is the opposite. Where I felt my legs were too skinny, too skinny. 
and I wish I had a, bit of, a bit of, you yeah, know, the calf, yeah. you know, when you have that big calf and you wear short things. Thank you. I think she's complaining about when you have a big calf. No, but having wear, a big calf is different from having, like, I've seen what she, yes, that yeah, like, the tie and the legs looks alike. Looking, yes, yeah. I think okay. that might be what she's... So me, I, 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 I don't think that is it, because I'm, you see, as human as we are, we all have that body part mm -hmm. that aches us. When I was growing, I just couldn't stand the size of my breasts. They were too small. I felt they were an embarrassment. I would always stash things in there because I wanted to get the boy, and still do. But it's like, there's this part of you that just cannot accept certain things around your body. Sometimes your nose, you think your nose is so mm -hmm. awkward, it's crooked. And you know, and you, you, you look, you take a beautiful picture. This picture is nice. Then all you're looking at is your nose. All you're looking at is your stomach. All you're looking at is your skinny legs. Sometimes I feel like if it's not a medical problem, that looks like elephantiasis. But I know people who have thick legs. Some of them, the leg from the knee transitioning into it's the calf one. is almost the same size. Mm -hmm. So you feel you don't have the depression in there mm -hmm. to give you the, you know, and you feel it's awkward. But you see, that's what makes you unique. Yeah. yeah. And in her story, she said her boyfriend enjoyed seeing her in, in shorts. shorts. So, which means that the so, boy didn't yeah. complain. Yeah, so, it's, so, so this is a, a you problem. It's a you problem. But I can understand because we all have that problem. There's that part of you that when you look in the mirror, you wish it was different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you are true to yourself, everybody has that problem. Yeah. So what I want to tell her that it's not unique to you mm -hmm. that you have that problem. However, we all cannot be the same. Yeah. We are all very unique. And it is that thing about you that your boyfriend likes when he sees you in bum shots. That's why he likes seeing you in bum shots because that's what he sees. And you are there giving yourself depression. And it's funny because she 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 claims she's curvy. Yes. Yeah, so I'm yeah. And you see, sometimes the body is designed to carry your weight too. Yeah. So if you are curvy, maybe the leg was specially designed to carry your weight. So you'll be 50 and your knees are hurting. Mm -hmm. So maybe all that mass at the top, the curve at the top, maybe the boobs and everything at the top, maybe it was designed so that the, the, the ties, your legs, which are your ties, like the car ties or, you know, is able to withstand what is up there. So my thing is that, look, it's not easy when you, there's a part about you that you can't accept. It's real. Mm -hmm. And it's real that you feel a bit awkward when people see it and all of that. But you'd be amazed. Most likely, they are teasing your arm legs because you yourself have drawn attention to it. Yeah. Because yeah. I tell people that, uh, my that's on my nose there. My father, anybody that comes from my father's line is distinct. The nose, the VW nose. I've been saying it. It's like a three-chambered nose. So for me, me myself, I say, so I have people who tease me yeah, about yeah. my nose. Mm -hmm. You understand? So most likely, because so you complain yeah, about it, yeah. people's attention is drawn to yeah. it and then they are teasing about it. But when you relax, concentrate on the other parts of your mm -hmm. body and you actually embrace that part of your body. Because of that body type, you are actually unique. Period. Mm -hmm. That's not mm -hmm. like you. Period. And enjoy it. You yeah, I think um, Rosie has said it all. And my the little I add to it is learn to rock this part of your body you feel you don't like. Learn to rock it. Yesterday I was online checking out how to pose and other things. Me, I look big, but in my head I'm a size two. <laughs> I won't lie to you. People see me doing stuff and they're like, how do you do it? I'm like, please, me in my head, I'm a size 10, mm -hmm. size 12. Mm -hmm. That is what I've accepted. So when I'm dressing, I'm dressing for a size 12. I won't let you intimidate me.
So it's time for you to embrace who you are, mm -hmm. what you have, and start learning how to rock it. If you feel your legs are big, when you are taking a photo, cross your legs. Mm -hmm. Tell the photographer, stand in this position so that you capture it Find in a way. Side. Yeah. Find your good side. If you start appreciating the things you have, you realize that you exude some energy when you walk around and people pick on that energy. I never knew that till like two or three years ago. Before I'll be like, and I'm fat, I'm like this, I don't like this part, and I'm always like very sensitive about it when I go out. But I realized that when I started going all out, enjoying who I was, people started picking on it. They see me and they're all excited. I Felicia, how do you do it? Like, I want to be like you. I like how you dress, you know. So first do that. Two, I also wanted to talk about the fact that this thing about bullying and stuff, it starts mm -hmm. when we are in school. Yeah. Last week, there was a tweet about uh, bullying in school and how we all used to... I don't remember the exact words. Everyone was talking about it, laughing about how they call somebody along on springy, a big head. And I was like, no, it seems funny when you are young. But when you grow up, you realize how that taints your, yeah. um, your, your view and even your yeah. self-image. Mm. It's not a joke. We, it's high time we stop our kids from doing it. Even adults, we do it. Yeah. Your child, and you're like, shall we call short? Hey, see your mouth like your father's mouth. What is that? Mm -hmm. It's and not a it, it, There's no... Longer, longer. There's but, no way but that... But in this case, this woman fears that there's no man ever going to love her again because of, you know... Uh, somebody was loving her. Somebody, somebody loved you. Somebody no, loves so you. That's... No, you know, but because of the fact that she can't wear a bomb shirt, maybe the next person will want her to wear a bomb shirt. If with that issue, that problem, that phrase, I had an issue. Your boyfriend wanting you to... Why is he your husband? Mm. You should wear something that you are comfortable with. He's not your husband. Yeah, you know, ladies, we like to do stuff that men like. It's nice. Men will also do stuff that women like. But you are not obliged to. Yeah. So if he won't like you for wearing bum shorts, please, he go. He can go to hell. But he actually likes it. He likes he it. Yes. Likes yeah, so he no, but you see, but I think what she's trying to say is that, that you shouldn't do it because you, you of You shouldn't him, wear yeah. bum shorts because of him. If yeah. not, so I can see that she wear the bum shorts. The, the boyfriend likes it, but she will complain the whole time. It's an argument. And then later, you so. The, the the man should be able to accept, accept it. Well, yeah, what she likes. So yeah. please don't worry about who likes you now because of your life. If the right guy comes around eh, there, you'll be surprised. The things that you don't like about yourself are that thing. Even the football, you'll be seeing the man playing with it. You oh, know, yeah. it's so interesting. So if someone really likes you, they will like you for who you are. They will help you and empower you to embrace the things you don't even like about yourself. So dear, don't worry about that part. Just all right. <coughs> Love you. Teacher. You know, <laughs> lots of issues in life stem from self-love. Full stop. Mm -hmm. About bullying, let me go back a bit before I come back to the main point. Mm -hmm. There are certain things in life that will not stop. For example, when you have children and you take them to school, you don't know what other parents in their homes have taught their children, how what they have stopped them from doing and all that. So... I always say you need to teach children, children from the get-go to be mentally strong. When you are mentally strong, nothing anybody says. We've all been bullied in school. Yeah, all of us. And it's, it's tainted our image of ourselves at some point. But when you are mentally strong, you always find your way back to the core, the center of your being. 
I think it's about time we all one. When I walk into a room, I assume everybody one. Everybody, everybody takes a shape. Everybody farts at some point. Everybody does. We are all imperfect. We, we are. I used to be very embarrassed about my boobs. So if I start dating a guy. And yes. we get to the point where something is about to go down. Like, I literally will never exactly. take my bra off That's or anything. Me. That's me. But I got to a point, I can't be bothered. You love me, you saw you, you know? And funny enough, everybody that I've been with, they, they don't have any issue. So everything is in our head. And if we start from loving ourselves, everything else falls in place. Mm -hmm. Even with friendship, even with relationships, you realize that when you love yourself, you pick people who who suits the kind of person you are, as opposed to picking people because they are available or they are the ones you can get. That's how mm. a lot of people settle for anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's okay. No, no. So she needs to start by loving herself. She, if, if it means taking a year off of relationship, off of anything, just find yourself. Love it for every little tweaks and turn or whatever it is that makes you different from everyone else. Love yourself. And when you are in that place where you are comfortable with every little mistake and correct thing about you, it's easier to now embrace and welcome anybody else. And whoever doesn't like it, bye. Yeah. Good riddance. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. When you get to that place, everything else is easy breezy. Yeah. All right. And I think that's where she has to get to. Okay, so sisters, 30 seconds each. Um, your final words to her. I would say, like she ended, love yourself. Know that you're unique in yourself. Yeah. Like we all have body parts we didn't yeah. like. But look at me, I have two babies and my boobs are still where they are because they are small. Yeah. They are not at my navel. They are actually yeah. still where they are. And those are the advantages. So the thing that you think is so bad on you, at some point it could actually be mm -hmm. an advantage mm -hmm. yeah. for you when yeah. you really mm -hmm. need it. Love yourself. Don't let anybody think that you are less of a person. Yeah. Right. Love right. yourself. Okay. Yeah. So I think they've both said it all. Love yourself. Surround yourself with people who make you feel empowered, powerful. Yeah. People who, who, who shower you with praises, who help you appreciate yourself. Yeah. That's also very useful. Like, there are times you are down, you look at yourself and you're like, I don't like this legs. And, uh, and someone will tell you, child, have you seen my nose? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you seen my ear? Mm -hmm. It makes you feel good to an extent. So surround yourself with people who make you feel empowered, who will love you genuinely. And this bullying thing, yes, we need to be psychologically strong. However, those of us who bully people too, we should oh, stop. Yes. yes. Me, yes. I used to bully her hair to an extent that ah, yeah. I was almost beat one day. I will never <laughs> forget that day. Till date, my mom teases me with it. I was chased to the house. <laughs> my mom saved me. That guy almost beat me up because I could tease. Me, I could tease for the whole world. But I've grown and realized that it's no good. Because mm -hmm. when people say stuff about me, it affected my image. I'm still struggling through it. I always have to wake up and tell myself things. Positive affirmation. Yeah. Oh, talking about that. My cousin does it so well. And it's just beautiful. Every morning before she drops off her kid at school, they do positive affirmation. It's so amazing. I see it and I'm like, girl, you're correcting all the wrongs our parents yeah. did. I, I give it all to you. I really want to grow up and be like you. So parents, let's start giving our, our kids <clears throat> that power. Let's empower their brain. And I think that's one thing African lacks. 
Yeah. I don't know whether our colonial masters took that away from us by taking us through slavery. No, but I don't think it's about the colonial masters. It's just about the way we do things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We we act. Um, if if it's governance, I'm it's, lose it, my train of thoughts. it will be just <laughs> a laissez-faire government. We just everything is just laissez-faire. Let it be. Yeah, it's, it's just okay. like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to stop that. We need to be more intentional. We're not very intentional mm -hmm. here. We just do things. Okay, yeah. that's how our forefathers do it. So we should just leave it like that. Yeah. But you wanted to say something. I ran the risk of um, stepping on certain toes, mm -hmm. but this needs to be said. A part of loving yourself comes from the mind like we've already said and sometimes it comes from actually starting to love the things that you already have that you admire about yourself mm, yeah. so let's say yes you have small boobs but I have a beautiful face mm -hmm. I have a beautiful smile everybody talks about how my smile is beautiful so I start from there I start to now count all the little little other things that are nice about me that people compliment me for and start being grateful for that now another thing a lot of us as blacks have settled in this mindset of, oh, that's how I am. Yeah. Oh, that's how I am. No, there are certain things you can do something about. Yes. Your grammar is not good. Yes. Start learning. Mm -hmm. People right. are teasing you right. about that. People will always tease you. When you get a job, your your bosses will tease you. It, the, the bullying doesn't end from primary school. Oh, yes. It's continues email and you wonder how the exactly. English... And so sometimes they think that you can actually do something yeah, about Yeah, there are some things you can you change. To, yes, you are, you are big. Madam, you are big means... You, you have health issues when you're growing up. Therefore, it means work on it. And it doesn't it, mean take yeah. it like that. Eh, I need this this, eh, I no amount of affirmations will change certain things in life. Yeah. Certain things just need to be worked on. And I think we don't say that enough to ourselves. If you are not smart, you, 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 you make grammatical errors when you're speaking to people, trust me, your confidence will start to build when you realize that, Charlie, I'm getting it now. I'm speaking a lot, a lot more fine English. Yeah. I'm doing the... It, it's getting... Educate yourselves. Empower yourself in areas that you know that, look, you, you, you can actually do something about that way. It diminishes the ones that are not um, your, your strong point. Yeah, like, for example, um, to, to, to top up with what you just said now, for example, when it comes to body positivity... Yeah. Some, I, I, I have some a people, problem yes, with how people exactly. just take everything yeah. and accept it yeah. and think it's over. Me, I don't work out. Me, I don't exactly. die. I'm fat like that. Some no, people no. can change their things. Like, I, I mean, some people have the power to change, um, you know, certain things in their body. But because of the whole... Yes, affirmation is great, and because we've become so woke and we yeah. just preach body positivity, yeah. oh, love yourself, yeah. you, but, 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 but you, you, you might be dying. Yes, yes. You, you might, no, you might, you yeah, will you be dying. Dying. Yes. You dying. You are dying. You are dying. You're dying. You, 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 you invite all kinds of diseases into your, into your body, life. Mm -hmm. and, and you die young when you could have actually prevented it, mm -hmm. you know? Our forefathers used to walk miles. These days, because of all this wokeness, we all have cars and all that. We don't do that. So it's, it's crucial. And, and when you're growing, workouts are very important for our health yeah. and well-being. But we are all in this, hey, hey, me, I'm big. That's how I am. That's how God is in my family. People create all sorts of Stories. excuses and reasons why certain things can't be done. And it will amaze you that sometimes when you start to work on other aspects and your positive aspects now become more than your negative aspects, you won't even be thinking about it as much because a lot of other positive things are filling your mind. But if one, your grammar is not good, you can't. Your relational, your relationship with people is not the great. It's not great, and other things are affecting you. Then now you start to focus on things that don't really matter because your body type. We, we all can't be the same. But if you are smart, you are eloquent, you are attractive in terms of how you relate to people. You are you are jovial. You are friendly. You are lovable. There's a, a friend of mine, 
I love it. She's an actress. I don't know if you know her, Rhoda. No. I, look, that girl gives the most amazing hugs ever. And she's tall, she's plump. Let me use the word plump. And maybe even with the foot situation, she, she has a bit of that. But she's one of the most lovable people I've come to experience in this industry. You know, and the first time I experienced her, even on her birthday, I, I just offered to take her out. That's how much I love this person. And so none of these body parts and things really made any difference as to who I thought she was. And we need to get to that point where there are things that we can work on. We should work on those. Mm -hmm. So that it will diminish the other things that you think matter but don't really matter. Don't matter. Yeah. Sure. But right. if you sit there, you don't work on anything and you think people should accept you for who you are, no, no. We are not God here. Right, right, we are on planet right. Earth. Yeah. Sometimes people will like you because of certain things. And you need to accept it and live with it. Yeah. And those who don't, they can bye-bye. Mm -hmm. right, it is what right, it is. Right. Okay. Wow. This has been a very interesting conversation. Very, very interesting conversation. And, and, and I actually like the fact that everybody had something positive to say. You understand? I don't think she would feel bad after watching this episode. Yeah. No, 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 she shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. She shouldn't I, 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 I don't think she would feel bad after watching this episode. And also realizing that we are all humans and we all have some sort of insecurities. Yeah. Mine, growing up, well, I wouldn't, I, I wasn't even aware of it. But when I think about it now, I'm realized, like, I didn't even have like a big bomb. My bum was so flat. Like still the is darling. <laughs> it still is, darling. You understand? <laughs> and it's like, but it's better now because I work out. Yes, and it looks good. Yeah. It looks good on you. So, it looks I mean, good everybody on you. has something that they're dealing with, yeah. but it's all about how you let it not mm. enter your head. But sisters, thank you so much. This has been a very good conversation. Yeah, so we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, I will be sharing my final thoughts. <laughs> Welcome back, viewers. If you're just joining us, this is Sister Sister, and it's time for us to wrap up the show. But before we do that, I will be sharing my final thoughts on both um, letters that we just read. The first letter was about, you know, a young girl or a young guy, whoever sent the story, think, who thinks their parent is being toxic and asking questions like, how do I deal with this toxic, you know, parent? Or like can parents be toxic or is it only friends and you know and, and 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 other individuals that can be toxic the truth is parents can also be toxic and we don't talk about that enough because in our side of the world yes you know parents are always right it's an issue we don't talk about they are doing it because they love us but sometimes their actions can be a bit overwhelming and you know, that just brings me to say, yes, some parents can be toxic. So if you're, parents and, uh, if you're a parent and watching this, yes, your love might be, um, your love, no, let me do it again. So if you're parents and you're watching this, yes, you might be trying to protect your child, but sometimes it gets overboard, especially with the way you act. The way you act can be abusive, the things you say, threatening, you know, um, um, even um, hiding information from them, even talking to them certain ways, all that can be very toxic. And in a world that we are right now pointing our lenses on issues of mental health, 
This child says, yes, I feel a bit depressed. My anxiety is piling up. These things are real. It's just that a lot of us have been very quiet about it, but it is detrimental to the health. So to the one that wrote this letter and um, to us, all I can say is it's time for you to have a serious conversation with your father. And it's not going to be easy, but you need to pray about it. Like the sister said, pray about it, have a conversation. And if it can't be resolved, try to set boundaries. And most importantly, try to, you know, start, you know, doing stuff for yourself so you wouldn't be totally dependent on this parent because from what you said he threatens to withdraw his financial help and yes you do need these finances so it's time for you to up your finance game by trying to get a job online do something on the side something small that will give you extra cash but also it's important for you to you know first try to have that conversation with your daddy you understand and let him know how exactly you feel one thing you should have in your mind is that you can never ever 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 change a toxic person it's not going to be easy right so you just have to brace up for anything that is ahead but the most important thing is try to have something doing for yourself so when it gets to that point where he's going to cut you off your financial needs then you can provide for yourself. All right, so to the lady that actually sent us um, the letter on having, you know, insecurities when it comes to the bodies, especially your legs, I just want you to know that every one of us has something that we don't really like in our bodies, but you have to learn to focus on the positive sides than the negative, all right? Um, you should be easy on yourself don't let the negative sides pull you down try to be happy with yourself and that's all about practicing self-love be more positive with yourself speak words of affirmation to yourself take yourself outside that box of negativity and you know shine some light on the things that you think are positive on your body like you said you are a beautiful lady you are curvy why don't you wear clothes that accentuate those curves why don't you wear clothes that um do not focus on that legs if you can't wear bum shorts you can wear nice trousers you can wear long beautiful skirts you can wear beautiful dresses that don't have to show those sides yet and also don't be afraid to be vulnerable i say don't be afraid to be vulnerable because earlier on as i was talking to my sis as i was talking to the sisters i told you like i had like a flat backside growing up and it was not a big deal for me because i didn't put so much thought on it and i was not afraid to be vulnerable we just laugh about it so be comfortable about laughing you know about some things you know don't be afraid to be made fun of because it's a harsh word out there people are going to still be mean even though you do not expect them to be sometimes they are still going to be bullies out there but if you're a bully you need to stop bullying people but just have a strong mind that people are still going to be people so don't be afraid to be vulnerable out there it actually gives you more strength and also be more mindful about how you treat your body all right be kind to yourself be nice to yourself and yeah i think that's the only way we can navigate this and if you can try exercises that can help slimming your leg it's possible all right the sister said if there's something you can change try working on it so if you think you can change it try working on it 
Okay, that's it for the week. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sister Sister right here on City TV. And for those listening, it's on 97.3 City FM. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Chris Carter, and this has been Sister Sister. Oh, oh, oh.